Coming up this week, Imagineers show off the model for the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy attraction, Critter Country experiences some seasonal closures, poor poo, and Katal gets a new head chef. Plus later, Rhino and I talk about the VIP experience at Universal Studios Hollywood. All that next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 617 for the week of October 9th, 2016. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by my good friends, Nancy Johnson. Hey! Mary, Mary Jo Mulata willie Hello! And Tony Spatel. Hello! Michael is Michael is traveling this week. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be one of those weeks. Lucky for him. I know, right? Hello. I'm just going to go well, straight. Nancy held the note like it was American Idol. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay. Well, no, I, I actually like found the note I was aiming for at the very end. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it took that long to get to it. That's funny. I'll give you that. Oh, nice. It's like, look, there's the note. There's middle C, all right. Um, hello, to our, hello to our friends listening live on Mixler. If you want to join, hey, cra- join the craziness every Sunday night, um, head to Mixler.com. It's M-I-X-L-R.com and look for, look for the Disney Night Edition. Uh, we stream live every Sunday starting at 7 p.m. Pacific. Um, Podcast show. There you go, and <laughs> and of course, everyone's favorite time is the blue hour between the two shows. Because uh, we, we had cont- it before the two shows, though. That's probably sometimes <laughs> that's too. Yeah. So the time we we continue to stream between the between the two recordings, so you'll ne- you never know what's going to happen then. Um, and of course, <laughs> and of course, the rest of the Diz Unplugged family of podcasts, the Dreams Unlimited Travel Show, coming to you every Monday. The Orlando edition every Tuesday live at 10 a.m. Pacific. Um, the Universal edition live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific. And of course, Diz Pop every Friday-ish. And he's been releasing some cool, um, Halloween videos, Halloween makeup videos. So poor. poor oh, I was watching them poor today. Steve, poor Steve Porter got beat up. Um, yeah. And then what a course, good sport. Right, exactly. And the daily fix every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific. Your quick look at the day's Disney news. And it's October, so it is connecting with Walt Month. Um, this, the last one that was released was about Fantasyland, I believe. And then, uh, coming up this Friday, the 14th, uh, Michael and Craig talk about Marceline, uh, the town where Walt's imagination and dreams were ignited. So that should be a good one. Uh, any housekeeping? Because I'm fighting a cold, so I can't keep talking forever. But I have kind of a go back. Okay, go for it. Um, when we, you and I were talking about the Halloween party at Disneyland, and yes, I had said that based on what we had been oh, told, right, yeah, yeah, that the that the horsemen came out around the where the Matterhorn is from Fantasyland, but then um, I was corrected on the Disneyland forum. So thank you, friends. Um, that the horsemen has been coming out from 
It's a small world, okay. which is wonderful. So that means that no matter where you are on the parade route, you're going to be able to see that the um, headless horseman on the show on the um, the route, mm-hmm. and also the annual pass holder um, giveaway trail change. Remember when we went? Oh, it was right, because it was because there were construction at the or because it's, uh, Lincoln was closed for refurbishment. Correct. And now that it's open, it's back in the opera house. So yeah. um, annual pass holders. And for those of you who don't know, because some people were asking, and if I don't understand why an annual pass holder doesn't know where the opera house is. <laughs> but when you enter, when you enter when you wow. see that beautiful thing on the right-hand side. Well, there were people who were asking. Annual they pass were should, should we tell, tell them what the gift is? No. Helping. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think you can because we're not saying what the design is or anything like that, but it's pretty cool. Okay. Good. I think. You, um, it's a there. really, it's a decent sized uh, tote bag. Yes, get that first that, before you start trick or treating. I say so because it beats the three by five little right. gift bag. That, <laughs> the little gift pouch. Bag that they, yeah, the, the pouch that fits two candy bars You're right. in it. <laughs> But yeah, so it was a very nice uh, tote bag. So folks in Mixler are talking about the videos that have been going up on YouTube the last couple of weeks. Um, not only stuff from from Mickey's Halloween party and that a lot of that, a lot of that stuff's up on both the Diz and the Diz Unplugged, but also some stuff from when Rhino and Oliver and I went to Halloween Horror Nights. Um, if you look on the Diz side, it's just a video of the house. But if you look on the Diz Unplugged side, it's our commentary at the end, and I think there's there's sounds of us going through the house and lots of bleeps and yeah. So I want to hear um, them screaming. Yeah, well, and and me cracking up because I'm following Rhino and Oliver through the house <laughs> screaming. So That's it was awesome. it was hilarious. Um, let's see what else do I want to talk about? Of course, the Southwest Diz Meet coming up in February. If you haven't Yay! checked it out yet. Make sure you do that. Um, what is it, February 10th, 11th, and 12th? Uh, and head to swdismeet.eventzilla.net um, for ticket information. And we'll have links in the show notes and all over Facebook. Uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great time. So make sure make sure you're there if you can be. Um, also think of yeah. if you have any items for for those who are going or even those who are not going right. and would like to support uh, Give Kids the World. We are looking for auction items. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you know one, one that I thought might be fun, Tom. Uh-huh. If we did a, a food review, if we vlogged a food review with somebody who did that as an auction right. item, yeah, that request fun. a food review with a team. Yeah, that would be fun we, we to can do. do. All kinds of stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, we like team, we yeah. like team things. Yeah, <laughs> we like to take, we like to do fun things with listeners. Well, and you know, there's a there's a lot fun of listeners. Who, listeners. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna sing everything first. And the um, I'll just, I'll just keep going. Sorry. Mary Jo spinning <laughs> in a chair. What is that? <laughs> those old Bud, Bud? Was it the Budweiser commercials? With the with the the singer from from Survivor that was that um. Oh, shoot. Hi. Never mind. I'll, I'll get back to that. Well, I was thinking we need to auction off spinning in a chair with Mary Jo. No, I have a better one, Tony. A guacamole feast at Tortilla Joe's with there the team. There we go. Oh. And we can listen to Mary Jo say guacamole all day long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be wearing it on my head. 
All we right. can we can take that a, a dollar donation to give kids the world for oh. every time Mary just says guacamole at dinner. Okay. Nice <laughs> guacamole. Um, also, another another housekeeping. Um, we had talked. Uh, Michael had talked about MouseCon that's coming up in Concord in November. The venue has changed for that event. Nothing else has changed, but the venue's changed. It's now going to be at the Concord uh, Crown Plaza. So, uh, we'll put, we'll put links on in the show notes to that event, but it's coming up November 6th, so it's coming up very soon. Um, so if you plan on going to that, uh, make sure you realize that it has a, uh, new venue. And I think it's only 12 bucks to get in. They have a couple, um, great, um, speakers already, so. Yay. Yeah, you want, you want to check that out if you're, especially if you're in Northern California. Um, any other housekeeping? Really? Just another one about the Halloween parade, okay. really quickly. Um, when, when we described it, I think some people probably got the impression that it was a really scary parade because we were talking about the, the, how villains. dark it was. Yeah, yeah, a lot of kids go on it, and they're not scared. It's a, it's Disney, so they're not going to have anything. It's not like Universal Studios yeah. where they, they try to terrify you or, or not spray farm. So don't go ahead and get your kids up in the front if you can, if you get in, in line to see the parade from the curb, because they'll have a screaming time. <laughs> and they go, Don't fear the reaper. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> I didn't realize Don't Fear the Reaper was such a fun song. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was like, okay, I'm not going to get the notes right. Let me just go for it. <laughs> All right. Uh, on, I've, got two, I've got one about the, just an update on the parks. Okay. Uh, oh, Tower of Terror, you know that they took the sign down. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay, they also it. started to cover it up and getting ready to, uh, yep. Well, they, no, it's like, um. Scrim? I'm just throwing out words. Yeah, it's, I don't know, to me it looked like a burlap cover on the top of it, but it's. <laughs> Classy, it's, it's okay. Cover. Yeah, it's the same, it's the same color as, as it is. And, <laughs> it just, and it's just, like, the, like they're going to kidnap the. Kidnapped the Tower of Terror. They no, threw a burlap sack over its head. It's it's, it's covered. That's okay. all I know. I, okay. I was too busy focused on how much time we had to wait because all the fast passes were gone yesterday, and I was there with two rookies, first timers at Disneyland, who didn't think that when I said be there at eight, I meant be there at eight o'clock in the morning Pacific time. So, <laughs> so then instead of like ten o eight, instead of ten o eight exactly, yeah. and then trying to get what fast passes were, were left yeah, so yeah. we didn't see everything but we had a blast regardless cool, cool, so cool. um uh you know i i monitor the the park hours and there's some weirdness going on with the extra magic hours not the magic huh. morning hours but the extra magic hours okay so like typically in the past say the park has been open from 80 8 a.m for mary jo 8 a.m to 10 p.m <laughs> so on tuesdays and thursdays Disneyland would be open early at 7 a.m. for extra magic hour for mag- extra magic and magic morning hours, and then uh, DCA would still be open at eight o'clock. So now uh, that's still the case for Disneyland, but when it's California Adventure's turn for ex- for early entry, Disneyland's open from 8 a.m. to 10 10 p.m. Uh, California Adventure is open from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. with extra magic hours starting at 8. So do they still want you to start? No. Okay. So the, it opens at the same time as Disneyland. Then. Well, no, it opens the extra magic hour opens at same time as Disneyland. Yeah. 
So, but normally it would have been at 7 a.m. with a regular, right. with both of them opening to the public at an 8. Both of them opening I, at the same time at 8. Seems to be going, it's kind of reverting because this DCA is always opened a little bit later, but, but the rest of the, the later, rest of the days they open at the same time, but just when there's going to be extra magic hour at California Adventure for the, for the hotel guests, they open the park instead of opening the park earlier. They open the park at the same time for hotel guests, and then open to the public an hour later. I wonder if there's some type of construction that they have to have that. You know, they don't want I don't know. to unless, unless it, it out. I don't know if it's if it's something that's going on with with the Halloween and the party and all of that, or I don't know what's going on. But, but not at California Adventure, or if or so, if it's just uh, Costco backs. We need somebody, one of our Diz listeners, to do some undercover and. It just it just stuck out to me, so I thought I would mention <laughs> it because people want to know these things. Yeah. Um. Any other housekeeping? No. Well, okay. Cool. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty boring today. Yay. Okay. Good. All right. Let's head over to Tony with some news. Okay. Well, crack staff reporter Tom yeah, Bell. Thank you. Right, as yeah. it was all over the interwebs today. Right. It is. Yes. Or recently. So first, if you want to go find this, go to www.info.com. Disneyland has showed off, shown off, showed off, shown off. Whatever. Don't whatever has shown their guardians. No, but you were positive. Your present tense. It was me throwing it to pass. It changed Uh it. Has shown their guardians of the galaxy model. So you can check it out on the Disney Parks blog. But even better, if you want a more concise, better pictures, you want to go to www.info.com. Um. Imagineer showed off a model of what Guardians of the Galaxy attraction will look like when it opens next summer. It's themed to look like the Collector's Fortress. Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Okay, I wouldn't know what that is. Mission Breakout, in other words, they're going to break out of the Collector's Mansion. Um, It will begin... I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm just reading your great words. They will begin major construction after the Tower of Terror closed on January 2nd. But apparently. According to Imagineer Joe Rudy. Rudy. Sorry, Rudy. Sorry. Joe Rudy. I know who he is. Uh, the building is designed to be intimidating. I just couldn't read the bell sound. It's designed to be intimidating, but also regal. And will be the perfect location for the collector to show off his new acquisitions, the Guardians of the Galaxy. And according to Mary Joe, they've already started construction. So. Yeah, they bagged it. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) didn't you uh nancy didn't you post something about this that you 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 like the sound of oh my gosh i think it's really neat they're going for sort of a futuristic space um industrial look and the effects they've got going on the building look really really neat Mm. i mean i didn't think they would be able to really transform it a lot but they're actually doing a pretty nice job some some of the the more um Sass- I might sassy people on Twitter were commenting that it looks like they took an old model of Tower of Terror for this for this model. They took an old model that they yeah. had in storage and pasted stuff on the outside of it because you could still see the old Tower of Terror through the. But that's that's just them. <laughs> okay, and uh, other <laughs> things oh, no, I being totally, closed. I totally would have done that. I mean, really. Another thing's being closed news. Critter country, the whole country, the whole nation. Mm -hmm. The whole nation, yes. Yeah, is to be closed much of October. 
If you didn't know, it is sovereign. It is sovereign. It has its own flag. It's not incorporated in Disneyland. It's its own country. Uh, Based on the most recent schedule refurbishments released by Disneyland, it appears that an entire section of Disneyland will be closed weekdays during October. Critter Country hosts three attractions, which are... Tom should know. He wrote it, but does anybody else know? Three. Yes. Splash Mountain. Uh Yes. And the canoes. Yes. And the canoes, yeah. Yes. See, I know. I, I, of course, everybody knew, but then you think about, well, the canoes. So, anyways, uh, and it's easy for me to just. It took me a minute to think about the canoes yeah, actually being one? part of Critter okay. Country. The, I know it's kind of it's in kind of in between. The canoes are closed through next summer due to construction of the Rivers of America and Splash Mountain has a month long refurbishment scheduled, which just leaves Pooh alone open during the month of October. <laughs> so, rather than keep the entire land open for one attraction that just gets people after people in line and it's so crowded disneyland ha- will have all of critter country including shops and restaurants closed during the week the land including the many adventures of winnie the pooh is scheduled to be open on saturdays and sundays this isn't the first time they've done this with the most recent closure to critter Con- country happening in early 2015 it will continue from now through november 4th splash mountain the open so is, is, is I'm this, sorry, is, I had a 12-year-old moment in your... I, I, and, and that was intentional. Um, um, and, well, and yeah, this is not surprising given given what's closed no, right yeah. now. So, But everything, like, it's just not worth... I can't... I hate to say it's not worth going, but... Oh, no, we were there. We had so much fun, Tony, even... Well, no, I we, know it's... I'm not, I'm not talking about, like, you... Who has fun? Because remember, all we need for you, Mary Jo, is a chair and some and some balls. No, I'm just messing with you. No, I know. And you're like you're the you're you love Disneyland. I'm talking about like the people who are gonna fork over the hundred and ten bucks to go right now. That would be pretty bad for them. All the stuff that's closed. Not like the pass holders and amazing super fans like you, Mary Jo. But I'm thinking. I, I always think of. When I used to teach in Anaheim and those kids' parents who save up and decide to go and don't listen to a podcast as much as I try to get them to. There's so. still a lot to do in in the it interim. Really is. For, I mean if you think about how much you, if you think about how much you don't do every time you go there. I'm I'm I agree with you guys. I'm saying for the non podcast listeners who are like, Oh, let's go. We're off, let's go. I just think that's a lot of money for, for them to to go to. That's all. Just looking out for the little guy. Not like you guys or someone. <laughs> Whatever. There's plenty to do. Get a $5,000 pass. It's okay. I'm looking out for that guy who's on the other side of uh, uh, Cars Land. So <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because I went to start my review of uh, Park 55 Cafe. Guess what? Breakfast stops at 1130. Anyways. So <laughs> I but um, And I saw the back because as you loop around to the parking, you could see the backside of Water. of Cars Land, and I thought of Mary Jo's and my little joke. <laughs> I couldn't resist, and I was like, "Wow, it's really close." <laughs> Anyways, okay, to real news: Qatar Restaurant in Downtown Disney District, the Disneyland Resort welcomes new executive chef Timothy McDowell. Before I go on, Nancy, do you have anything to share? Do you know him? <laughs> do you know him? No, I don't. Oh wow! Okay. So, Catal Restaurant has long been a favorite among discriminating diners, locals, and visitors alike. 
Now the restaurant is announcing the addition of Timothy McDowell, a native Californian, with nearly a decade of culinary experience as executive chef comes from a large family of cooks. He's developed menus, overseen kitchens, and prepared food at such prominent culinary establishments as the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> I know. I find that interesting. Yeah. I, well, it depends I on what level of Cheesecake Factory if he was. If he was in a designer chef in the desk kitchens. Yeah, I know. At first you know, I making up the menu too. But if he's the one who helped decide that Durant, this is what's okay. going on the menu, yeah. Well, it's, it's it actually gets worse from there. Wolfgang Puck Catering and the University of Southern California, where he directed all culinary operations. In Tempe, Arizona, he was executive chef at the iconic Montes La Casa Vieja. While serving in the United States Navy, he became executive culinary specialist for multiple admirals of the Pacific Fleet. Having grown up in California, Tim is excited to be working with amazing California produce and local products as he brings his culinary skill to the upscale American Mediterranean Fair Catal restaurant. So keep an eye out for Tim as you visit Catal. Yeah, like he's going to be there. Um, as you visit Catal Restaurant and let us know if you make new discoveries as you enjoy your breakfast, lunch, or dinner there. Now, question. Do you think they actually need anything done with the menu? Because the menu's pretty... Uh, yeah, that's... Breakfast, maybe, but nothing... The dinner menu's pretty... Uh, you know, there's always new, fun new things that can be added but, or I mean, tweaked. The, or... The, the, the problem is that it's great food, but nobody goes there. We go there sometimes. I know, but you no, can al- you can almost always walk up and get a table. Okay, well, so I why think we Mediterranean just, food scares people off yeah, sometimes. Right. Well, then now if we're going to read between the lines, the fact that he was at Wolfgang Puck Catering and Cheesecake Factory, I wonder if they're going to try to make it more. Yeah. Um, but I know, but see, I wouldn't know what's Mediterranean by just walking up there. Again, if I'm the, 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 the only one who cares about the little people. Right. So it's the regular person that goes up, okay, now we're going to go to dinner at Downtown Disney. When I go to the restaurant, I'm not going, oh, it's Mediterranean. I just but assume then it's a restaurant. Like, but when you look at the menu and see yeah. paella and yes. you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Okay, so we got to put our money down. Yeah. Are they going to – okay, so we've got that they don't have huge crowds. And we think so. Are are they going to simplify the menu, make it less? Of course, Mediterranean. Uh, well, and and a new executive chef is going to have to uh, change something. Otherwise, why did they bring him in? Yeah. Now, my thing, I would like them to not have this whole separate kitchen thing too. That's confusing beyond belief. Remember, like, oh, outside you get this, but inside you get this, and oh. upstairs you get this. Well, maybe that's one of the things he's going to fix. Yes, but it's a good restaurant, so he doesn't. Yeah. Re- There's little things that need to be fixed, but yeah. basically, w- your guys are saying that it needs it. Sh- that's a re- not that we need lines, but that's a restaurant that really should have lines out the door. Yeah, like Tortilla Joe's does. Mm-hmm. Right, but still, <laughs> I mean the the fare is still scary to some average goers. No, no, that's what we're saying is that it's the food because is it is high end dining. Line be out the line should be out the door, but. Okay, well, that is the news. Thank you, Tony. Time for Rapid Fire. I will go first. Um, Since Doctor Strange has taken over the Sunset, whatever it is, theater in Hollywood Land. I can't wait for that movie. Sunset Show. I can't wait for that movie. Whatever it is. Um, The Bugs will step away October 14th. 
poor bugs. It's tough to be a bug. They um, always get kicked out. It's tough to be a bug. The bugs will step away October 14th so that guests can get a sneak peek at Moana in 3D with special in-theater effects like getting poked in the back and things running across your feet. Um, <laughs> I'm just guessing. I don't know. Um <laughs> Maybe are they going surfing? Maybe they can have water sprayed on you. Uh, Moana hits the big screen on November twenty third, so I'm sure the preview will I'm be around. I'm looking forward to seeing it until about then. Uh, Mary Jo, I was in downtown Disney not too long ago, and I was really surprised to see a food truck park pretty close mm-hmm. to um, Earl of Sandwich. Well, it turns out that it's going to be a thing now. They're getting more food trucks over there, and. I think everybody knows now how popular food trucks are. So it's kind of nice that Disney, the Disneyland Resort is um, kind of joining and providing a an affordable quick meal for people. Right. So coming um, to downtown Disney in October is going to be the Habit Burger Grill and Dos Chinos Taco Truck. Um, they'll be coming on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, October 7th through October 30th. And also on some of those days, Brew Rings, which specializes in chicken and waffles. That's probably, um, I think that's the one you saw, right? Yeah, Brew yeah. Rings was the one that I was there and yeah. I was like, what the heck? And, and it was closed because I went there Is early that in the, the morning. Wing place? Then, yeah, it's, it's the food truck. Chi- chicken wings and waffles and all that stuff. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. And it's parked right on the grassy area, like normally yep. where they have the skating rink. Right. Um, over there. Yeah, so, that's the one I've always seen over there. So, yeah. So I was I was surprised, but oh my gosh, they had a line of people. Habit, uh, huh? Yeah, yeah we the love habit. habit. Those, those chinos. So I'm looking forward to them. The those these food trucks. The food is really really good. I've been to a few parties, weddings where they've um, had the food trucks. So let me just uh, let you know that they'll be located downtown Disney District. Um, they call that the Valet Loop area, the weekends of October 7th through 9th and 14th through 16th. And then the remaining weekends of the month, which is October 21st, 23rd, and the 28th, 30th, they'll move to the downtown Disney District lawn. Oh, so they're going to be in two locations. They're going to be in the Valet Loop those first two weekends. And then the last yeah. two weekends, um, they'll be at the ESPN Zone um, Earl of Sandwich area, which is what I told you. So where's the Valet Loop? The Valley Loop is is by ESPN, in between ESPN and um, Rainforest. Yeah, it's well, that. Then, but the, then, what's the down the lawn district? Because that's what it's saying. It's the ESPN no, zone. No, 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 no. The, the actual drive, the actual road there bet- that to the oh. north. Oh, so they're going to move twenty five feet, and we have to let people know that they're they're not going to be in the exact right. same spot. Yeah. Well, they're not yeah, going to be parking along the road as opposed to in the middle of everything. Yeah. Okay, so, um, to, sorry folks, to go on with it, the habit, as we were, as Nancy was saying, they, uh, serve hamburgers, including the charburger, double charburger, Anaheim double charburger, that it has bacon and avocado, a veggie burger, grilled chicken and a sandwich, along with fountain drinks and french fries or onion rings. Oh, They're not gonna have their tempura oh, green beans? Man. Their tempura green beans are the best. Yeah, it's, truck. it's not the, it's not the place. So for temporary green beans, you're going to need to go to um, Tangaroa Terrace at the <laughs> Disneyland Hotel. No, those <laughs> don't have any comparison to the Habit green beans. They, they're well, not we'll Chinese have... long beans. They're they're green beans. Well, we'll and have to go fat. outside and see them. 
Yeah, so to continue, the Dos Chinos Taco Truck offers a unique menu of fusion taco and burrito options. They combine Mexican and Asian ingredients, which is, there's uh, certain places here that have that kind of food, which is really good. Among the several selections are the Hollywood Chicken Taco, which is Thai coconut curry chicken with crisp sweet Ooh. potato strings, tamarind and Mexican crema, which sounds delicious. Ooh. And the Angus Asada Burrito, which is Vietnamese Mexican chimichurri grilled Angus beef with avocado crema, jasmine rice, Monterey Southeast cheese, uh, with an Asian salsa verde, and upon request, habanero sriracha, which sounds amazing. Um, uh. The chicken are the signature items at Brew Wings. I think a lot of you know that. And it pairs the wings with such options as Belgian waffles and tater tots. The menu also has tots. a selection of... Who doesn't love tater tots? <laughs> right. The menu also features a selection of grilled cheese sandwiches, including versions with chicken, bacon, and jalapeno. So it sounds like October is a good time to to uh, taste these these good items. I, I want to try the tacos. They look amazing. They look really good. I think I've said that a few times. <laughs> so um, it's interesting because they they tried or they have food trucks at Disney Springs in Florida, mm-hmm. but. It's, I don't think, I think it's Disney food trucks. Because I don't think, I think, I think maybe at one point they brought in other vendors, but now it's like Fantasia's treats or something like that with your favorite foods from the Magic Kingdom on, you know, the other ones I like. I that Walt Disney World though, right, they yeah, would have that. The, the stuff, but so it's not, it's not outside vendors having food trucks, it's. To Disney-owned food trucks, so I don't know how well they do. Well, you know, but okay. it's a but, Disney but property. In, but in California, yeah, yeah. So my question is, mm. and here I'm because I know I'm the, the negative Nancy. Sorry, Nancy. Wait, no, uh, the negative Tony. Tony. The negative, negative Nelly. Okay, negative Nelly. I'm calling it Nancy. One thing that's a little frustrating with food trucks mm-hmm. is that they take forever. Right. So my question is, how are they going to handle? Like, okay, so the Habit is a company, but like, I'm just curious. I'm just curious to see how that works because I, they usually take a longer time, and so I'm just curious how it would work with the it's a t- old t- t- teeny tiny kitchen. Yeah. 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 I, I think we should go and do some investigation. Right, right. Really, really. I mean, I think their prices should be probably in, in line with Downtown Disney. And haven't we always I'm, said that Downtown Disney needs more quick serve type locations? Yes, but this is almost not really quick serve. But well, no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, have you ever been like, okay, running? Hey, I need to get your uh, carne asada fusion Asian taco right now. Like, you're gonna wait ten minutes. I'm not against food trucks. I'm just talking about yeah. looking at it from. Have you seen the, the line of girl a sandwich? I mean, no, no, I know. I'm just curious. Okay. I'm just, right. I'm just, I'm not against it. Food I'm trucks go are nature's way of giving these, poor people I'm restaurants. Not slash the tires of the of the Dos Chinos truck. I'm not going to do that. I'm just <laughs> curious as if they've put anything in place to make it faster, or if. No. There were, or, or if their prices are going to be the same, like just because you know when Disney gets involved, there's always a little difference. And did they, did we figure out exactly why they're doing it? I think it's due to the guest demand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people are people are looking for for more um, 
fast eating. There's mute, there's lots of stuff happening down there well, and, at, at and downtown Disney. There's very few outdoor eating at places. And we're we're running one restaurant short right now. So what? Okay, House so of Blues closed. I, so part of me wants them to just go ahead and put in a food court, just permanently park those bad boys and okay. just have them there. I mean, I know they don't want a food court because the whole idea is then it becomes um, yeah. city you, you get the wrong kind of yeah you get the it can become city walk so I appreciate that I'm just curious just you know trying to make Pete podcast gotta have something to talk about yeah. well, so there you go well the, you know Tony if maybe if this becomes very popular maybe that will put some credit credence to them replacing House of Blues with a food court <laughs> that's or something, not gonna you know? happen yeah that's never gonna happen but so, but you know what I wonder if you could do something this is just you know blue sky stuff. Like the habit, okay, I haven't been in town for a while. I mean, I have. I go, I'm in town on the weekends, me and Andrew doing stuff, whatever, and I'm going on. Every habit, okay, habits have exploded. They're yes. everywhere. All of a sudden. Yeah. They are. Um, and they're crowded everywhere, which is crazy to me. Not because it's bad. I mean, it's really good. I'm not. But I'm wondering if they could put a gourmet, I don't think the habit is gourmet burger, but it's it's above like. A normal burger place, you know, like like a Tommy's or some Tommy. Yeah, well, no, that yeah, like that's that. like the crowd they want. But no, they want something like a counter or a mommy burger or something. Yeah, like, wonder, you know, upscale. Wonder, an upscale burger place would do a killing there. Well, they they just opened one in Disney Springs, that's Disney owned, so they could just bring that concept here. Yeah, I was thinking. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Anyway, that, that was my rapid fire. I was just was trying to make nice, you know, it's, nice try. Because well, Tommy, you didn't talk. You hard. I was expecting you know rapid fires to go half hour. <laughs> I wasn't even ready, so I, I'm yeah. I gotta gotta. You still working the, on yours? Okay. Fred, De, Fred DeCord, I can't say the guy's name. Fred is on the side of the Johnny Carson doing the stretch. Come right, on, we right, need more time. Right. So, yeah. all right. Well, Mine's we'll we'll let, we'll let Nancy go next then. Okay. Oh, yeah, because mine is long. Actually, I might actually do some of this. Um, Okay. You want me to go now? Is it my turn? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So, you know, because it's not yet even Halloween time, we have to talk about Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, people are planning their Thanksgiving trips, and they want to know what to do. And so... Gladly enough, the Disney Parks blog actually came out with a list of what's happening at the Disneyland Hotel or the Disneyland Resort um, for um, Thanksgiving meals. So, okay, what should we start with? The park or the hotels? We'll save the hotels for last. Yeah. Save the hotels for last. So, at Disneyland Park, um, Carnation Cafe is going to be offering oven roasted turkey, bourbon gravy, cornbread stuffing, and pumpkin pie for lunch and dinner. The Plaza Inn will be cooking slow-roasted turkey with gravy, apple thyme dressing, mashed potatoes, veggies, dinner rolls, and pumpkin pie for lunch and dinner. The Riverbell Terrace, what are they offering? They're having oven-roasted turkey breast, bourbon gravy, ooh, sounds familiar, cornbread stuffing, that's a different one, and uh, pumpkin pie for lunch or dinner. French Market. Their version of the slow-roast turkey breast is going to have cornbread and apricot stuffing, smashed potatoes, homestyle gravy, veggies, bread, cranberry relish, nobody else said cranberry relish, and pumpkin pie for lunch and dinner. 
the blue bayou, they're going to do something a little different. They're going to take that turkey and they're going to make <laughs> it a roulade with truffle stuffing, roasted garlic, Yukon gold mashed potatoes. Cause the ones at uh, the French market aren't good enough. They're, you know, they can't just have smash cognac, turkey gravy, cranberry relish, pumpkin creme brulee for lunch and dinner because they're too good for pie. Cafe Orleans, same slow roasted turkey. You're getting the picture. Cornbread and apricot stuffing. So they're keeping that cornbread and apricot theme all throughout the New Orleans square area. And they're going to have, probably because they share the same kitchen as the French market. And they're going to have garlic mash, veggies, homestyle gravy, which is different than all the other gravies. Cranberry relish, pumpkin pie, and candy cane beignets served with a creme anglaise. Woohoo! And of course, those tamales. Remember when I got to do that fun tamale video? No. Yum, yum, yum. Tamales on the Mencho Rancho del Zocalo for lunch and dinner, served with enchiladas yum. on the side. Okay, so that's Disneyland. So now you ask yourself, <laughs> California Adventure Park, what are they going to do not to be a slacker? So we're going to start off at the Pacific Wharf area, at Mortimer's Market, Pacific Wharf Cafe, and the Boudin Bread Cart. Popular turkey-shaped sourdough bread. Whoop, whoop. And there's going to be a pumpkin twist at the Paradise Pier Boardwalk um, at Don Thomas. Now, um, let's Thomas. see. Don Tomas, I'm sorry. I'm not Mary Jo. She's got that Spanish thing. Me, gringa, all the way. Flo's <laughs> Cafe, my kind of place. All day menu, because they can't, they can't just do lunch and dinner. They're having rotisserie, booyah, no slow roasted, rotisserie, turkey breast, with mashed potatoes, stuffing, veggies, orange cranberry sauce, and pumpkin pie. And they're also serving a day after Thanksgiving sandwich on November 25th. Nice. Woo! Pacific Wharf Cafe has turkey pot pie soup in a bread bowl served all day, as well as pumpkin spice bread pudding made with sourdough bread. Mm-hmm. Now, Ariel's Grotto, they're not as good as Flo's because they've only got slow roasted turkey. But they've got gravy, apple stuffing. Orange cranberry sauce. See a theme here. Mashed potatoes and veggies for lunch and dinner. Wine Country Trattoria. Herb roasted turkey with Yukon smash. Herb focaccia stuffing because, you know, we got to do something yes. a little Italian. Yeah. Harico Vare. Those are little baby green, French green beans for y'all. Um, orange cranberry <laughs> relish and pumpkin pie for lunch and dinner. Now, you ask, what is the big gun bringing? Carthay Circle. Grilled, free-range turkey. Oh, of course. Harvest, a harvest butternut squash tamale. Cream corn and turkey jus for lunch and dinner. Mm-hmm. And for those choosing that World of Color preferred package, add super solid and crunchy butterscotch pie. No pumpkins here. So now, I'm going to take a coughing break here and then get to the hotels. (coughs) 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 Sorry about that. 
Okay, so we'll start at the Paradise Pier. PCH Grill, this one actually sounds pretty good. They're going to add pumpkin ravioli, oven roasted turkey with cranberry relish, and brown gravy sausage, and herb stuffing, sausage and herb stuffing. brown gravy sausage? Brown uh, cranberry relish and brown gravy. Sorry, I forgot to put my comma in. It, I had oh, it was having a comma okay. moment. It, sausage and herb stuffing, as opposed to all the other kinds of stuffing. Green beans with caramelized shallots, and pumpkin pie with spiced creme fraiche. Mm. That actually sounds pretty decent. Mm-hmm. So, at uh, what do you want first, Disneyland or Grand California? Grand. Okay, grand. Napa Rose, special four-course wine country feast, wine pairing available, seasonal menu. It's it's probably sold out already, (laughs) yeah. Um, So that's all they got to say about that. But having eaten Andrew's Thanksgiving dinner before... At his house? Yalmo. I know. No, not at his house, at the restaurant. (laughs) Yalmo, the Napa does have a very good Thanksgiving dinner. And they have, like, turkey a couple different ways, and, you know, it's all good. Okay, Storyteller. It is. It is pretty good. Um, Storyteller's Cafe Buffet is adding seasonal tastes, mixed fall greens, pasta salad with Brussels sprouts and butternut squash, roasted breast of turkey and dark meat with gravy and cranberry sauce. Um, candy dams with toasted marshmallows, sourdough bread stuffing with mushrooms and fresh herbs, sweet potato bread pudding, and pumpkin and pecan pies. They have the most different desserts available. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, Disneyland Hotel. Disneyland Hotel gives you three options. Not only do you have Goofy's Kitchen, Steakhouse 55, but you get my fave, the Grand Ballroom Dinner. Yum-o. Okay, let's start off with Goofies. They're adding turkey, herb stuffing, mashed potatoes, turkey giblet gravy, sweet potatoes and marshmallow, and seasonal desserts. Along with everything else they have. Steakhouse 55, three-course dinner, butternut squash soup starter, or a crispy shredded skirt steak with maple clabbered cream. Interesting. Yeah, I was going to say, that doesn't go together, but okay, go for it. It's an either or. Then the entree is roast turkey wellington with brioche stuffing and cranberry compote, Swiss chard, and wild mushroom gravy. And then dessert is sweet potato s'mores with sweet Mm. potato cheesecake and salted caramel marshmallow with dark chocolate Oh, now we're talking, okay. Okay. So, the Grand Ballroom. Carved roasted turkey breast at carving stations. Prime rib. Homemade stuffing. Sweet potato souffle. Fresh cranberry orange relish. And smashed potatoes and gravy. Added salads. Artisan cheese. Which, they're whenever they set up their buffet for the artisan cheese, it is gorgeous. Smoked salmon. Cured meats. Chilled poached shrimp and king crab legs. Desserts will include pumpkin and pecan pies, tarts, cookies, mousses, freshly made crepes, and that chocolate fountain. Booyah! All for the low, low price of only... Sarah, we have no prices yeah. yet. I'll, I'll have to call. I'll, I'll, oh yeah, but, I'll give them a call. 
if you guys remember the Mother's Day blog I did, like everything from the salads or artisan cheeses all the way through the dessert station is all stuff I took pictures of and did on that one Mother's Day um, brunch blog. So it's all the same kind of stuff. And yes, Keith Buzak in the uh, in the chat room, Turkey Wellington, anything in puff pastry that's Wellingtonized rocks. <laughs> All right. My first wedding, I had chicken Wellington. <laughs> Love Wellingtons. That so that is indeed, Tony, did I meet your approval with stretching out the... <laughs> right, the rabbit is nice. <laughs> yes, that but you mentioned Cafe Orleans, and you didn't pronounce it correctly, and I was a little disappointed in that. You said Jew beautifully, yes. but... Thank you. Okay, so the... the, the... Uh, I- Trying to conform to the nature of everyone right. else in the party. The chat room had had a kind of suggestion that I well I'm taking the suggestion. What if instead of a habit truck, we had an in and out burger truck? Yeah, that would be That's out of control. Okay. Yeah, it would be pretty bad. No, I love the idea that would be out of control. Because they like, have, no, they have them, love, but the lines and the weights, yeah, I know we bring it in, uh we bring that in occasionally for work as an employee, you know. Employee incentive thing for an event. Hmm. Yeah. You yeah. mean double double. All right. Uh, Tony. All right. Speaking of food, because <laughs> the rest of October, okay, it was just announced, so we're not behind. We've, if you've, we've only missed it by four days. So there's still, there's still time. Yeah, there's still 21, 22 days left to take part of the creepy confession that has returned. But returning by popular demand. Due to guest demand. October's score, yeah, October's gourmet apple is the dirt and worms apple. Granny Smith apple dipped in caramel before being enrobed in milk chocolate. And gummy worms and crushed chocolate cookies. Which must not be official Oreos, crushed chocolate no, cookies. Yeah, no. To top it all off, the apple is drizzled with dark and white chocolate. This is a new, this is an addition to the other treats at Halloween time. And you can get these now through October 31st at Candy Palace, uh, Trolley Treats, and Marceline's. And sometimes at, was it Pucorn or whatever? And, and Carl McIver on the oh. Disney blog, the official Disney blog, says it sounds deliciously fun. Nice. I'm sure and he posted does. it at 2.06 in the morning, so. He needs to. I don't know. Come on. Sleep well, but hey. He made it down to the podcast right, and yeah. the Disney blog. Right, I've never famous. been on the Disney official blog or the pod. I mean, so anyways, I just like reading. I always feel bad that nobody else is commenting. <laughs> you know, okay, the it's last got one apple- like and one comment. This is the official Disney blog. I shouldn't be saying that because I guess we should be going to the Disney unplugged. But I'm just, I'm just saying it. Just I find it interesting that every time there's always like one or two comments and that's it. But yeah, well, you know, there was 500. I'm sure it's not yeah. as as fabulous looking as the um, Mickey Witch apple that I made. So, no. And you can see that video on the. No. <laughs> I I thought the Dia de los Muertos apples were were cute. They were very yeah. But they weren't as tasty as like the Pete's Dragon apple. I'm and then sure the last maybe they have Mickey, a new apple supplier or something. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, they used to use these vanilla infused apples. And I remember did, like I didn't apples? taste yeah, because I, I tasted that the mini apple and I yeah, it didn't taste like vanilla. 
Well, it's very subtle. Okay. I mean, the amount of vanilla that infuses in what's the point? is is very subtle. Because I remember seeing somewhere somebody loading or like carrying should, a box. I should have asked the chef that, or should have asked the candy maker. Hey, tell me about the apples. Yeah, I think the next time I'm going to do that, or next time you should do that when okay. you do a candy maker interview right. next time. You got it. Because yeah. Although, man, I went to the farmer's market this weekend and found a, a variety of green apple called candy something or other, and they look about the right size and shape for really good. It, have you ever had the? Apple? Have you ever had the flavored grapes? They're like red seedless yeah. grapes with cotton candy flavor in them. Yeah, those so just kind of make me yeah. ill. Yeah, those Too just kind of make me ill. Yeah. But the, I've had a grapple once, and that's kind of weird. Oh, grapple. All right. They're the oh. grape-infused flavored Ew. apples. Okay. Weird. So, yeah. All right. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, team. Uh, for those of you listening live, be sure to stick around. Uh, Rhino's going to join us, and we're going to talk about Universal Studios. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Diz Unplugged podcasts this week. And, of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.